Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right. Good day. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another Live the Fuel show. And you can hear some excitement in my voice because I've got a repeat co-host returning and I love rapping with this guy. We love so much rapping with this guy that we actually aired. Here's a little hint if you're a recurring subscriber. Uh, we aired my own secret DNA analysis over Facebook Live and then since blasted it on YouTube and everywhere else because that's what I do. And uh, But this gentleman, uh, his site, his domain, which I've been sharing whenever I can, is ajconsultingcompany.com. He knows a little bit about DNA and for you new listeners, you're about to find out who. So returning to the show, Dr. Anthony J. Welcome back, sir. Thanks for having me. It's good to be back. So for newer subscribers out there, um, why do I geek out about you so much? <laughs> why, why, I don't know. Why, what, what, well, is, I do what is some of the fun I, stuff I you're do doing? interesting work because you I, do. I kind of pursue the stuff that I'm interested in more so than the stuff that I'm supposed to pursue. <laughs> well, I mean, for example, I'm currently finishing a wonderful... Um, French pressed cup of coffee. And from my live DNA analysis, uh, you taught me something about myself that I have a genetic marker that says I process, I forget how you described it, but I process caffeine better than most people, I guess. So yeah, you metabolize it quick. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, there's a couple of different caffeine genes that are interesting. I mean, well, I think I feel like that's one of the the easiest ones, you know, that most people talk about, but there's so much, there's so many more that we talked about that were so deep. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. Like, um, for example, like I did not glutathione, right? Glutathione. I've been still taking that supplement by the way. Uh, yeah. Although I will admit my chiropractor, that's right. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to dig right into the health geek stuff. Uh, my chiropractor, I found out she also does, uh, she'll, she can actually submit the blood analysis stuff, which I wish I had when you and I did that. Cause you said you can get a much more in-depth well-rounded right. uh, data sampling when it's the DNA data from 23andMe and Plus some blood, blood data, work. right? Oh, yeah. That's usually what I do. But when it's on the air, it's trickier because, you know, we have to be kind of general to the audience so everybody understands what we're talking about. If we get too specific into your life, then it, then it kind of it, – it might – cut some people out of the loop you know true true but yeah i would have done that yeah. i mean i'm sure you would have done it too well and real quick for people who are hearing glutathione so here's my translation i always try and generalize it better but the whole point is i'm a big geek about detoxification of the body aiding it in a natural cleansing uh process but at, long story short i believe the whole glutathione component is a necessary supplement to aid my body in its detoxification process is that accurate yeah, for you specifically, it's more important than normal. Yeah. And why is that? Uh, because it clears heavy metals and it clears uh, just a lot of different products that, you know, are toxic, like you said. And and just the fact that your body's not producing as much as it should, as much as a normal person based on your DNA. I mean, that's one of the many things. So, it, and, and what I always tell people when they have the, those genetics, those particular genetics, is I say, take glutathione. And if you don't notice anything, then don't take it. You know, it's not worth spending a lot of money like vitamin D. Even if you don't feel any different, you should take it anyways. If your vitamin D is low, but for glutathione, if you don't feel a difference, then you probably shouldn't take it. Well, but I'll be perfectly honest do. with you. Uh, do. Yeah. We'll yeah. pause on that point real quick for ladies and gentlemen who are newer to the show. The reason why I wanted to kind of give you a quick little connection back to our past episode is because obviously clearly 
this guy knows a little bit about DNA and my genetic markers now, and he does this as a service to the people. But I wanted to kind of set the stage what we're going to dig in today, because obviously this show today, we're going to be digging a lot into something that he cares a lot about, and I'm pretty much starting to care more about, which is research behind this whole carnivore diet craze and uh, to my, my fellow meat lovers out there. So we're going to get to that, but let's at least close the, the, this little component here. So yeah. I don't feel anything from glutathione. I don't admittedly, I don't know what that is because I'm such the health nut that I'm sure normally when you do these, uh, these analyses on people's DNA, you are probably normally giving feedback to people not like me, like that aren't already a geek. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a lot of both. Yeah. So a lot of people are, a lot of people aren't. Yeah. So because I already do regular cleansing and detoxification of the body, you probably already, you don't have a lot of heavy metals probably. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't mean that I shouldn't keep doing this though, per se, uh, even though you just maybe said Maybe cycle that. on and off once in a while. Yeah. Keep like try it once in a while, but I wouldn't stay on it permanently. Okay. I would okay. cycle it. Yeah. Well, that's good. Cause actually I ran out like last week. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I, I was, I mean, yeah. I've been on it for consistently, God, whenever I post that Instagram. So it's been at least two months. So I try well, can, and any supplement, yeah. I try and go at least 60 to 90 days to get it, you know, consistently into the body being metabolized regularly and, and just to see what it does. But Again, because I detox so much and I live such a healthy lifestyle, I always clarify this to people. Just because I do it doesn't mean I'm not still consuming toxins and heavy metals. It's still in everything. I think that's oh, yeah. something we have to be care about, yeah. right? That's why you're such an advocate for you know anti-plastics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just got a new uh, reverse osmosis filter system, Ooh. and it's stainless steel, and it doesn't have a, a tank. It's a tankless reverse osmosis, which is kind of cool. Most of them have like a plastic storage tank where they keep the water. Oh, then and you see, oh. see, all right. That's I, annoying. That's annoying because then you run out of water. You know, if you're drinking a lot of water. Yeah, you, and admittedly, now that you're talking about this, because as I'm drinking my coffee out of my 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 Yeti double walled <laughs> stainless steel mug, and then oh, yeah. here's another Yeti double walled stainless steel nice. mug that I keep my water in. So I'm all meddled up. Yeah. But to your point. I, I have uh, hard water here in the city of Allentown, yep. Pennsylvania, even though the next city over where I used to live, their water was sourced from reservoirs, so I never had hard water there. Well, the huh. city of Allentown, I found out they sourced their, their water from a series of like city-owned uh, wells, a well system, basically. So yep. high, high hard water, like I scored a 26, yep. which apparently is, not, yep. is very, very rough and very hard. So yep. I installed a water softening system using salt pellets and everything else. The issue yep. that you're bringing up, though, is I know that that giant tank that has a salt in that the water's mixing with is plastic. It's plastic also, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Darn that's it. separate, too. Yeah. All right. Well, you can, but you can, what, what a lot of people do is, and what I recommend, what I do is after the salt, after the whole, uh, you know, softening water softener, process. You put an activated charcoal filter on it. See, on all right, pipe. that's what I, I, I haven't done any filtration yet. I'm still using, I have like a camelback charcoal infused filtration pitcher that I use for my yeah, water. Yeah, charcoal. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, exactly. So but even for like your shower and stuff, it's, it's just nice because it's, it'll clean out a lot of the pharmaceuticals and the chemical well, smells. So my hack is I, I have a tenant on the other part of the house that I rent out to as well. So right now nice. the, I'm softening now the whole house from off the main. Cause I, that way, yeah. Hey, cause I, I don't want to pay for new water heaters and everything else down the road because of the hard water. So I was like, you know, I'm going to soften the whole darn house. That way the tenant benefits as well. Um, yep. now to your point, I've been thinking about what kind of filtration to throw in cause you can still filter and 
I don't want to have to buy all the devices for like the showers and all the other stuff. I'd rather do it right off of the main because then yeah, I'm like, right. I'm good to go. So that's what I, yeah, that's what I like to do. And okay. then I still, I still run a reverse osmosis. You know, I, I would still use that charcoal pitcher, mm -hmm. but it's nice to have just a relatively inexpensive charcoal unit after your water softener. Okay. It doesn't have to be like a crazy giant thing. It's just, no, just something just in line. Sure it's big enough to handle your house, you know, so it doesn't well, slow down the water pressure. I've been poking around. Yeah. I've, you know, a lot of them are like, I, I, ladies and gentlemen, as you're listening, I'm on the video feed, but I'm showing my hands on the video. And a lot of these big inline units, the filters that are hanging down off your water piping is probably a good two feet long or a foot and a half to yep. two feet long filtration reservoir yep. Um, yep. that they're going to pass that all through. So, yep. Yeah. Okay. No, it helps a lot. Yeah. So the osmosis goes in after that then too? Well, I just have it on my drinking water just oh. because it's, which also includes a charcoal filter, which is sweet. So, oh, so you're killing two birds, with one stone, so to speak. Three birds actually, because I remineralize the water. <laughs> See, now that's so, one thing I was worried about too, is my whole softening process. Am I removing too many? Well, I know with the reverse osmosis, you've definitely removed some of the healthy minerals. So, yep. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. So I actually put them back in, in a controlled fashion. What After we, what, I, what are we talking about here? What kind of price tag are we looking at? What what, do, was, what did you drop? What did you drop? I think it was, I want to say four hundred dollars even. Oh, we're under five. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. doable. No. I spent uh, more yeah. than that on my water softener. <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, that's a good deal. And I think it's more important to have filtered drinking water. And like like you said, you are are filtering your drinking water. You know, with yeah. a pitcher. It's just inconvenient to have a pitcher. I've got four kids. You know, so it's constant with the whole drinking oh, yeah. water thing well and, I, and i'm a hydration machine so it's just like yeah. i mean i'm, I'm pu honestly putting water and salts especially again yep. after my dna analysis with yep. you uh, yep. i learned that i i uh, need more salt than most people right. which yeah exactly yep. I, and i knew that or i knew the importance of salt and water at the cellular level for the healthy mitochondria and all that power plant process so it's like so now it's funny because my fiance was always a geek about salt and we've never had her test done, but she mm. she learned at a young age that she had to start consuming more salt because she ended up like not having a seizure, I don't think, but she passed out or something as a kid, and they they did some tests on her, and they said that she has to be consuming more salt than most people. Yeah, so I yeah. don't know what was involved in that. <laughs> well, no, that's, um, I mean it's pretty it's pretty darn common. But I can tell you, especially for. Yeah, for different for different nationalities, not so much, but for us Caucasians, yeah, <laughs> it seems to be a lot more common. But she's definitely Caucasian, and she's also that special uh, baby saving blood too. So she's very she's very valuable to mankind because she and I both donate <laughs> blood every eight weeks. So oh yeah, um, yeah. And they nice. chase her down, and they sort of kind of remind me, like, hey, you can come back in when you're ready, but we really want her. Well, <laughs> did you have the iron, the high iron gene? I can't remember. I always pass my iron. Yeah, I've never had an iron yeah. problem. I can't remember if that was on the. I've never yeah, taken. I've never taken check. an iron supplement in my life. Oh yeah. Well, I, I I check for that. That's one of the genes I check for, and it kind of ties into the carnivore diet because uh, meat has something called carnosine. It has a lot of carnosine, and actually, plants don't make carnosine. You can't find if you're a pure vegetarian, you're not eating any carnosine. How? So let, let's let's dive into this, right? So we're talking about carnivore now. Yeah, carnosine. Let's keep that on the docket, and then let's hit on the importance of uh, my, our mutual buddy Vinny. Uh, Vinny, shout out to Vinny Tortorich of Fitness Confidential Podcast. Uh, he's been on the show multiple times here as well. But he uh, he loves his big argument, not argument, but just justification for education. Is we always just drop, hey man, if the vegetarian or the vegan lifestyles were one hundred percent complete, why no one? Why would you have to supplement? And number two, the biggest argument is B twelve. So yeah. 
B12 is an animal in concentration is best derived through animal pro, animal proteins through through meat, correct? Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So how yeah, does I that mean, associate with this? Yeah. Well, carnosine is super important too, but I think the biggest argument in my mind, that's the biggest scientific argument. If okay. you're going to argue with scientific research studies that have been proven, but I think there's so much science. We just don't know. You know, most people think that we've, we're so far along in science. We just know everything. Right. We really don't, you know, like when you run these mass spectroscopy studies, there's thousands of different compounds and there's breakdown, there's breakdown products and it's super complicated. And so we're in reality, there's probably thousands of different, you know, things we're getting from when we're consuming meat and we're consuming them in a balanced form, you know, and not some isolated one substance form. And that is probably super, a lot healthier than we realize. We just, it's hard to prove that, you know, there's thousands of variables. It's different depending on how healthy the animal is and all kinds of different things and who you are, you know, man, woman, age, what's your age? How much are you training? You know, like oh, yeah. what are your the lifestyle component, right? We talk about lifestyle on this show all the time. Like everybody's lifestyle guaranteed different at, at all different levels. So yeah. let alone the genetics. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this idea that it's just about B12 and once you, if you're a vegetarian and you just supplement B12, you're back to normal. It's not really true. Hmm. Um, it's not even close to true, but it's, it's hard to argue that scientifically you can, but it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of time, but carnosine is one of those things. You can also argue carnosine and say, look, carnosine is unbelievably healthy and it's found in meat. I mean, it's, it's, it protects against oxidation. So, you know, if you're cooking something, you know, things get oxidized, they react with oxygen. Okay. And oxygen, you know, anything that's oxidized can harm your blood vessels. Well, this is going back to the, the big topic around uh, like free radicals and all that, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the things that can harm your blood vessels and cause plaques in your arteries, plaques in your brain, and just a whole host of different inflammatory type problems, joint issues, you know, inflammation, man, it's everywhere these days and so carnosine protects against all of that and again you don't get that from vegetables so you can sit and make that argument too which is completely separate from b12 um but what what's most interesting to me is that carnosine uh it it regulates your it reduces telomere shortening well you and i agree on that because i actually take a supplement from a nutrition company about that they're a little tagline is like, Hey man, you're, if you tell them yours are short, basically tell them yours long, you live long. You tell them yours are short, you're screwed. <laughs> right. It's like, <laughs> like the whole point here is fighting the aging process and the telomeres are essential. Yeah. Yep. Um, so have you tested your telomeres? No, that's one of those, one of those tests I got to add to my to-do list. Right. Because yeah, I mean, it's, there's not a lot of points to it unless you do a before and after sort of test, you know? Uh, so me and already being I'm a health nut, maybe, I, I mean, I, I just want to do that age thing where it's like, oh, yeah, you're, you're, yeah. I'm 41 now, but maybe my telomeres say that I'm 30. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. They probably would too. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's exactly. So the study that I'm, I'm uh, spearheading is a carnivore diet study. And, you know, your audience might even already know about it a little bit just because there's been a lot of social media buzz on it. Oh yeah. We had, we had, uh, the big, the big viral guy. He's gone viral since I originally brought him on was obviously Dr. Sean Baker. Baker. So yep. Baker's been like, he has become the, <laughs> the, I don't know, the advocate, the outspoken the, person. Yeah. 
yeah. he's the mascot for the carnivore diet for sure. <laughs> but even Vinny and I joke around. We're like, you know what? <laughs> he takes it to the extreme. Oh yeah. Well, he likes to get in those debates with the vegans and everything else because that's such a religious crowd. You know, I mean, it's it's religion. They've replaced religion with vegan, and well, it's a it's a really passionate group of people. Let's let's pause on that, right? We're not. I've never. I agree, like Vinny, same thing. And you, I think you and I are the same. I respect people's lifestyle choices. I respect their faiths, or I don't talk about religion on this show, any of it. And if you chose a vegan lifestyle because of your love of animals, okay, I get it. But then just make sure you're aware that you better supplement the heck out of that lifestyle because it is not a 100% lifestyle. We are naturally omnivores. Um, Great book, Omnivore's Dilemma, is a classic first thing I ever learned about the word omnivore from. And again, I'm a huge advocate. Yes, I am a carnivore. And yes, I still eat vegetables. I'm not Sean Baker where I just live off of steak. Yeah, yeah. It's well, that's the thing is a lot of people are. And I mean, a lot of people in the carnivore diet are super zealous about it, too. I think the zealots are difficult because they're not really open to what's good and what's, you know, what's healthy. They just they're picking a side. They're sticking to it no matter what. They don't really care about the logic or the arguments. Mm. I mean, you can find that pretty much anywhere, but you, it seems to be super concentrated in the vegan communities. Not every vegan, but definitely it's there's a lot of them out there that are really, uh, Passionately really just outspoken. trolls. They're just, <laughs> frankly, they're just trolls. You know, they're just always there. Oh, I, I, I watch them. Really gets into it with I, them. I watch them on Vinny's Twitter feed. I, and I watch oh, them yeah. on, ba- on Sean Baker's Instagram feed. So it's interesting how they yeah. all manifest differently and in different ways. And yes, it is a very trolling aspect. It's like, listen, they're not the ones going out and chasing down your 50 subscriber fan base and talking smack against the, the 20 or 50 people you're following. I mean, little side hint there, like you really have no following because you're just a troll right. sitting there bothering people. And we're yeah. just trying to pass on knowledge and education. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I understand it. You know, the idea that animals are sentient and killing them is it's killing but um but nevertheless you know it's healthy it's the way we're designed and and um the carnivore diet study that i'm spearheading is is just specifically designed to to get at the root of this problem that we have which is we don't have any data on the carnivore diet we really don't have any good scientific professional scientific publications on carnivore diet specifically you know just pure red meat nothing else you know so so here's my question on that I've become a advocate for moving on from the word diet. And so I would love to see us with this study you're doing possibly morph it to a key word that Vinny cares a lot about with his whole NSNG trademarking, right? No sugars, no grains is it's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. So I'm intrigued that if once, as you progress through this research, you want to uh, complete if it, we could finally bring it to the point where this is a lifestyle, because diet, thanks to magazines and bro science uh, and everything else, has become a short-term <laughs> mental thing. And yeah, the psychology oh, yeah. piece here is like, guys, we're trying to teach you a sustainable lifestyle. Well, that's the funny thing about this is I'm actually not teaching anybody sustainable lifestyle. I just want it to be a diet, <laughs> <laughs> at least for this study. And if people want to carry on after the study, that's fine. But what the reason the reason we need some data on this is because I think it's beneficial in specific situations. Oh, there's your screen sharing. Yeah, I'm popping up some screen sharing, ladies and gentlemen. Again, AJConsultingCompany.com. 
but Dr. J's carnivore diet study is right here. It's a 90 day yeah. game plan. Yeah. I was going to have it 30 days originally, but Sean Baker, I actually consulted with him first and he said, now you got to go 90 just I, to really make sure the changes are there. As a guy who's been in the fitness space a long time, like myself too, I would agree with this because 30 days is great for a crash transformation. I don't care. I could put anybody who's been on an M&Ms and soda diet, uh, <laughs> Through anything, even the vegan vegetarian transition, everybody's going to eventually look good at the end of 30 days compared to where they were. If they were consuming manufactured foods, lots of sugars and grains, it's a no-brainer. It's just to really establish a significant transformation, It's to me, actually, it's a 90-day or I actually prefer a 16-week. So I actually prefer a four-month uh, component. But I think yeah. 90 is definitely a bare minimum to see a legitimate uh, change. So, yeah, and most people, most people that are joining the study, they're actually going to start in the year 2019. They're going to start after New Year's because it's so difficult around the holidays to do complete pure carnivore. But that's what I'm asking people, at least for this study. And again, I don't think people need to carry on forever. Um, some people will want to, and it'll be beneficial for them. But most importantly, from my perspective, is I want to see some data. You know, I want to see how their telomeres change. That's kind of the foundation of the study. But we're also doing blood work before and after. And then we can translate that into people that really need it. We can say, okay, this is a good diet for people or a lifestyle or whatever for people that are auto have autoimmune problems, right? Mm -hmm. Or whatever. And then you want to use that as a complete lifestyle for the rest of your life, you know, with maybe along with some other interest, you know, aspects. But just for the study, like I said, I don't care if people would just want to do it 90 days, hardcore, you know, and so, then get off of it. Autoimmune. Is, uh, is celiac disease considered autoimmune? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. so so our, our mutual friend, Anna Vocino, the author of Eat Happy, co-host on Vinny's show, like she's got major celiac. And, you know, obviously, thanks um, to Vinny's influence, she's created, you know, a cookbook that's literally all sugar-free, grain-free. Uh, no. But obviously, it's not carnivore-heavy. Um, interesting yeah, component yeah. here. She'd yeah, be a and great I mean, candidate. some people, some people need to do the carnivore, and some people don't. You know, like there's some examples. I think Jordan Peterson is the most outspoken example of somebody who's got autoimmune problems that benefits from carnivore. And every time he eats a plant, his immune system, you know, flares up and starts attacking his body and brain. And really? Oh yeah. Any plant? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. So I, I got to throw in a variable here. Since I grew up in farming, the whole organic crap. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is it plants or is it possibly the chemicals that could be still within the plant? Because even in the organic craze, there's, they've now created organically approved herbicides and chemicals to keep like right. bugs off and stuff. So it's like everybody thinks organic means chemical free. And I'm like, uh, no, you got to read right. the fine prints. Well, I think with him, he's an unusual case because what it, it sounds like, He's pretty much sensitive to anything that's plant-based, hmm. period. And uh, Wait, so if he's yeah. broccoli, he has a problem? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. And that can definitely happen because plants are so much different, more unique than humans, right? Our, like our tissue is very similar to animals. So if we're eating animals, <clears throat> it's not that much different. Mm -hmm. But when you're eating plants, they've got completely different cell wall structure. They've got all these different proteins, just just myriad of different different components in our bodies so the biggest problem is because we all seem to have leaky gut these days a mm -hmm. lot of people 
punch holes in their guts through through these chemicals that you're talking about. And it's called intestinal permeability. Yeah. And sugars, and sugars can, are part of that too, right? Uh, it causes inflammation. So right. yeah, anything that causes inflammation causes can cause a leaky gut. Yeah, I agree with you though. But the chemicals obviously accelerate the permeability. But I know that yeah. uh, the excessive sugars in grains, because grains get converted to sugars, a sugar form as well. You're definitely bombarding. You're adding inflammatory responses. Well, but grains I, are worse because they've also got husks and things, and they're kind of harsh on your intestine at the same time, with the, along with all the chemicals. Mm-hmm. But but basically, the point is, so many people have leaky gut, and when that happens you've got all these proteins pouring into your bloodstream and then your immune system is reacting against them because it's not natural to have full proteins pouring into your right proteins have to go body. through our normal digestion process they're not broken down into their building blocks they're just pouring into your blood yeah and then but- your immune system is attacking them and thinking that it's like a virus or a bacteria and then you become reactive to that stuff the the reason you, that doesn't happen with meat though is because if you if you reacted with meat your body would eat itself you know like you can't your immune system is smart enough to know hey i can't i'm not going to destroy r- red meat you know right i mean there's a few pro there's a few substances on red meat we can react to but it, nothing nothing like plants isn't there truth and again i just have a geneticist explain this better maybe i mean maybe you don't maybe you don't dig into this level, level but again over the years i've learned that obviously our, our muscles don't necessarily require protein to recover they require the branch chain amino acids your your bcaas if you want to yeah, go building there, right blocks. those are yeah, the building blocks right so but in sure, order to I'll... your body to utilize the bcaas it has to go through the digestion process unless you're taking supplements for that um so yeah. to your point is like I, my body doesn't like pure boom protein hit me right it's got to go through so i can pull the branch chain amino acids out and and then utilize them for cell remodeling or healing or recovery, et cetera, et cetera. Well, it's like Legos, you know, like literally if you've got a chain of 20 Legos or a hundred Legos or whatever, those go through your intestine and that chain of 20 Legos should not go through your gut. <laughs> that would be leaky gut. It was supposed to do is your intestine is supposed to break those down into single Lego blocks. And those are supposed to go into your, through your gut and into your intestine. And then your body uses the single, the single Lego blocks, right? That makes um, sense. I used to love Legos as a kid, so you're working with me, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's not what's happening, though. Today, today, people are getting leaky gut. These massive chunks of protein are going into your blood. And again, that triggers your immune system. So, so for people with leaky so gut, I, that's an I'm issue. literally envisioning me building a castle out of, uh, <laughs> out of Legos. And then, like, yeah. just ripping an entire, like, turret or off the corner. And yeah, just, yeah. just, just, like, just yeah. dumping it right into the bloodstream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, yeah, that's not going to yeah, be very easy. Well, and what's interesting about carnosine, like we were talking about before, carnosine, <clears throat> it protects against some of that autoimmune reactivity. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that's just specific to red meat. So red meat is very recognizable. It's very similar to your body. The components in red meat are similar to the components in your body. But then also, it's got protective factors that are concentrated that you don't find in plants. So there's a lot of really interesting things, but again, the research just is not there for people eating 100% meat. You know, that's what I'm really trying to get at is I want to answer questions like what happens to your testosterone? What happens to your blood sugar? What happens to your inflammatory markers? You know, because blood sugar might go up. It seems to, it possibly goes up a little bit with people that are eating pure meat, just hundred percent meat, which is kind of ironic, but it makes sense. 
to, at least to me as a scientist, it makes sense because your body can convert uh, proteins into sugar if it needs to. You know, I, I hate to use WebMD, but it's the first one that comes up. Sorry, um, <laughs> <laughs> different joke. But like, okay, carnosine. It's a protein building block that is naturally produced in the body. Yeah. It is found yeah. in muscles when they are working. And it's also found in the heart, brain, and many other parts of the body. So we already have carnosine present, I guess, which is even more important why we consume carnosine, correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like creatine, you know? Like, yeah, we make creatine. Our body makes it, but it's also beneficial when you supplement it. Oh, this is interesting. I mean, treating complications involving, oh, here we go. We're back to diabetes again. Uh, yep. Nerve damage, eye disorders, like cataracts, kidney problems. Uh, obviously yeah. then obviously tied to improving your muscle strength, which obviously your heart is a muscle, uh, exercise performance. Very interesting. Yeah. They've even developed drugs. To, to, so carnosine gets broken down by an enzyme called carnosinase, car, uh, carnos, I think. Wow. <laughs> they say that three times fast. Yeah. Um, and carnosinase has been a target for drugs. So they've actually developed drugs to try and prevent carnosine from being broken down so that that way there's more carnosine and for, for people that have diabetes so they're should, actually developing should drugs you be, should you be breaking up the natural process though or well i think it's a bad bad idea because if you've got diabetes you just need to get off of sugar for the most part yeah <laughs> depending on the type of diabetes and all the you know but for the most part people just keep pounding sugar and then they want to find a drug to, to protect themselves against diabetes so that's the wrong strategy but you know, the point is, it's pretty recognized that carnosine is a super valuable tool for diabetics. And one of the other interesting things about carnosine, and the, probably the most interesting to me, is it protects against advanced glycation end products. Have you heard of these things, advanced glycation end products? Glycation, yes. Not, uh, I've not heard yeah. at all in that way. So why yeah, would I have heard of glycation? Yeah, glycation just means sugaring, you know, putting sugar on things. Yeah. It's uh, your carbs. Which um, I'm against. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so advanced glycation end products is when you basically have too much sugar around mm -hmm. and it starts sticking to proteins, and that causes all kinds of health problems. So, you know, like when you when you die and you go to the and your body is sent to the morgue, um, they put something called formalin or formaldehyde yeah. to fix bodies. Um, what that does, what form, formaldehyde does is it cross-links proteins. It makes cr proteins stick together so they can't function, they can't move. And that's exactly what advanced glycation end products do, these ages. People call them AGE, A-G-E is an acronym, which is hilarious because it causes aging. So these advanced glycation end products, they do the same thing. They stick proteins together. So they kind of act like form, formaldehyde. They're really nasty. You know, it's not wow. good. That's one of the reasons high blood sugar all the time is so bad for you probably the one of the biggest reasons because of advanced glycation end products and carnosine protects against that protects against advanced glycation end product but what i'm loving here is too is i'm doing some i'm not you but i'm trying to do my little google research right so yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you recommend or ever went to this site sciencedirect.com i can't oh sure yeah. okay but i love how if you google carnosine it immediately yeah. brings up Immune issues, uh, metabolic syndrome, right? Which, that's, oh, yeah. which is tied to diabetes, but also like psychological health too. So, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, all this stuff. And, and you can see it there on the bottom line, it talks about glycation and cross linking. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's, that's the most fascinating part of it to me is that carnosine is very, it's a good ant 
antidote for people in America because Americans are eating way too much sugar. <laughs> well, I mean, we have so much manufactured food. What do you think is yeah. in the manufactured food process? Sugar, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or fructose, which is another form of sugar. All these different forms. Yeah. Wow. This is. And like, so this is I, oh, actually so I didn't realize this, by the way. So carnosine. OK, if you're into fitness, because I'm a health and fitness nut, and, we, and we've had a few fitness followers of this show, carnosine versus carnitine. Every, a lot of yeah. supplements have carnitine. How, what is the yeah, crossover a, there? Now, carnitine is a totally different thing. Okay. Um, it's like a, more like an ammonia product, byproduct of breakdown. You know, it's, it's different. It's carnosine. Is a to, carnosine is two different amino acids that are linked together, beta-alanine yeah. and... Uh, well, here you go. It's a dipeptide, non-enzymatic free radical scrabs. You were just talking about free radicals. So there you go. Yeah. Beta-alanine and histidine. Yeah. Okay. Um. So it's just two amino acids, two of those Lego building blocks that stuck together. That's right, that are stuck together in animals. So your body can make carnosine again. That's why it's in meat because the animals make it, you know. But as you eat meat, you get a lot of it. And again, there's not not really studies with people just purely eating meat. Well, I was going to ask you because obviously, like I'm not Sean Baker, right? But like th this morning, I didn't eat until I do so much intermittent fasting just because it's easy. Yeah. I'm fat adapted, so I wake up and I'm not yeah. hungry. I'll make yep. a fat, I'll make a fatty coffee or, or heavy whipping cream coffee or something. But then I didn't eat until 1130, 12 o'clock. And yep. like, I used to live and breathe by the whole breakfast, but then you, know, you realize like yeah. breakfast mm -hmm. means just you're breaking your fast. So you can choose when to have your said breakfast, which is why I'm, I'm a nut for brunch, man. Like when I travel, I love the Yelp app and I search for brunch. I don't search for breakfast. Nice. I search for brunch. Nice. Um, nice. but I had yeah. a, um, I had a five, egg yolk, three egg white omelets. So more yolk than uh, whites because there's more proteins in the whites. And then three sticks of bacon. And I haven't eaten since, and it's now 6.30 p.m. I just had more fatty coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I do the same I do the same thing unless I'm super active. But to your point, am I, it, was there any carnosine in any of that? Because I had bacon, which is a pork product, and I had uh -huh. eggs, which obviously is a chicken product. So... Yeah, I'm not sure about eggs, actually. I've never checked, but definitely the pork is going to have carnosine. Mm -hmm. But you find a lot more in the muscle tissue. It's like like you just read online. It's brain and muscle is the biggest sources. Yeah. So if you're eating brain. You know, and also uh, liver, right? Yeah, organs. Yeah. yeah. Or organ meat has always been tied to super. I mean, you look at the Inuits and, and other, other lifestyles. I mean, the I forget what species of... Uh, of carnivore creatures they when they oh the uh the killer whale when it kills a shark it goes right mm -hmm. for the liver oh yeah most animals yeah, yeah. Like, mountain oh, lions do wonder that. why that is <laughs> yeah yeah no kidding Nutri nutrient density of organ meat oh yeah so yeah there's a yeah. random random fun trivia for the podcast <laughs> yeah but i mean the thing about again the thing just coming back to the carnivore diet what i'm setting out to do is have people do 90 days mm -hmm. and before they start it i want them to be omnivores and i want them to test their telomeres so that we can get a sense and i think a lot of listeners probably don't even know what telomeres are but basically they're end caps on the dna so they protect your dna it's the tips yeah yeah right. and and but i mean what's important is that as we age the dna actually gets shorter um this is yeah, I'm not an artist, uh, <laughs> but I'm just drawing on my whiteboard for people. So. Oh, you're drawing a chromosome, yeah. Right? So, like, these little... Yeah, yeah, just little caps on the ends. So, as we age, 
these little yep. they start coming off. Right? Yep. Yep. That's that's and, my best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. And yeah, and what's what's crazy about it is you can manipulate your telomeres pretty quickly if you change your diet in a healthy way. Or if you start exercising and you weren't exercising, you change that. And but you here's can the question: blank. Can we make them go longer again, or no? Oh yeah. Once they're yes. gone, they're gone. Now you can make them go longer. Yeah. Ooh, okay. In fact, what's really cool is red meat makes them go longer. You know. Not just this carnosine component. No, just red meat itself. So they've done studies already on people that eat more red meat, not not pure red meat. I'm looking at pure red meat. I'm looking at carnivore, not omnivore. Okay. Right. They've done studies. Uh, this is a good pause. Could you clarify? Let's let's clarify this whole carnivore versus omnivore. Obviously, I already hinted omnivores also eat veggies too. But when you say pure red meat, you're saying yeah. nothing else meat. added, right? <laughs> okay. They can put salt on it and drink water, and that's it. And maybe some fat, like lard, animal fat. But that's it. Oh, so like, oh, here's an interesting thing. So okay, so last night I had some amazing grass-fed ground beef. Made made a I I pan-seared some burgers in my iron skillet. Um, but I did throw in some grass fed butter and then yeah. I cooked the burgers. You're saying yeah. no, I'm saying no butter for the carnivore diet study. Wow. Yeah. This, I had no idea. See, this is, this is, yeah. this is really detailed. <laughs> so I would be using yeah. animal fat instead. You'd have to use lard. Yeah. Uh, 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 what's the other name for that? It's uh, tallow. 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 I'd have to use tallow, yeah. a, but it has to be beef derived tallow. Like beef. Oh, fat. red, red. Yeah. Or okay. bison or something. Yeah. And just not birds. Yeah, because not not because I think those things are unhealthy, but because I don't want it to skew the study, right? Like if somebody's sensitive wow. to dairy, like super sensitive, and they're eating butter, it could throw off the study. That's a good point. You know, I just I mean, you, I mean, really for butter, you have, you, you actually have to have basically that rare dairy yeah. allergy oh, yeah. because butters butters are not processed yeah. like milk. I know, yeah. and well, I actually think butter is super healthy, and that's Thank another you. reason I don't want people to put it on their meat because that might skew the study in a healthy way you know like mm. maybe this is an unhealthy thing to just eat 100 percent meat for most people right. maybe it's you know maybe it's not we just don't know you know what i mean there's no data so i'm gonna bring up um, your rules here yeah I've got so a lot again of ladies and gentlemen we're actually <laughs> on his site ajconsultingcompany.com slash carnivore study and you actually put some of the rules here that you're, you're going through right now so i just want to have this up for support so right well, that's the thing is you take a telomere test before you start and then after 90 days, so we'll have, we'll see a difference. And then hopefully people will take blood tests they don't have to, you know, it would be ideal, but. So, um, so would I be a viable candidate for this? No. Well, maybe it depends if you've been carnivore. You know? like I've never done 100% carnivore, but I wait the past two nights I ate red meat for dinner, but I'm eating yeah, no, eggs yeah. and bacon no, every day. Different. Yeah. No, so, I mean, you'd be a candidate, sure. I'm, I'm doing yeah, heavy whipping yeah. cream in my coffee, so that's dairy. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're probably eating veggies. Uh, um, actually, I've, I've cut way back on that just to – I have yeah. been leaning more towards you're the carnivore experiment. Okay, yeah. So you probably wouldn't be a candidate. When I'm out at restaurants, yes. Like the other night we went out for dinner at a restaurant. I had uh, broccolini with my – I think that's what it's called. Yeah. The, the fancy yeah, broccoli. I don't know. Good stuff, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, no, I am so still consuming vegetables. So. Yeah, no, I'm – I mean, the people I'm looking for are just straight up omnivores that want to try the carnivore diet for the first time, for the most part, because hmm. there's a lot of people that are kind of on the fence, but they, they're saying, you know what? I want to try it. And I'm saying, awesome, try it. And, and just, well, you gotta be all in. Just, just send me the data when you do it. Yeah. Yeah. 
And there's enough people out there, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, how come you're not paying me to do it? It's like, well, you don't have to do it. I'm not, yeah. I'm not forcing anybody to do it. Science isn't always a paid thing. Okay. <laughs> well, not if you, not if you, it, it only, it, it's only a paid thing if you're desperate and you need people to participate. See, you know, now, so doc, I mean, I, I would, I would actually consider helping you with this because I am, I am that geek. And yeah. I don't, I, I tell people all the time, like, what is the legacy you're leaving to this world? Like, what are you giving back? Like I made my business a for-purpose business. So there's a percentage always going to charity, like all these little things. So it's stuff like this that I geek out on because like, wait a minute, I don't need to be paid for this. I'm already halfway there now, if not two thirds of the way there. So what if I decide to go ahead and do this? People hearing yeah. this are like, hmm, okay, well, if Scott's going to consider doing it, they might consider it too. And I'm not saying I'm that level of an influencer, but hey, maybe they're going to geek out with me. I don't know. Um, yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. What's yeah. So let's, let's dig a little deeper in. It's like, what is the depth of commitment you know, we're looking at these rules here. Let's help people understand this. Well, there's only two things, right? You have to eat red meat and water and salt. Just that's it for 90 days. I don't care how much. No alcohol, then, nothing. Correct. Right. Yep. No. Which and again, that's anybody who commits to a super, super healthy lifestyle for 30, 60, 90 days. There's a lot of diets that also say the same thing. I mean, I tell people all the time, if you cut alcohol out of your out of your life, you're definitely going to be healthier. I mean, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah, it's, it's, it's it's a toxin, whether you like it or not. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, the most important thing is you have to take the telomere test before and after. I don't make any money from that company or anything like that. Hmm. Oh, here people we go. The now and later test that, kit. Yeah, exactly. It's 169 dollars. So basically. It's a good test anyways. A lot of people are taking that test anyways. Wait, just both times or is that covered before and after? That's that's the kit. So you get two tests with 100 for 169 bucks. Oh, that's good. So that, that's the total price. Yeah. Like oh, I say, a lot of people are doing this anyways. If people weren't doing this, you know, I wouldn't be able to find people. But I've always wanted to do it anyway. So many so. People. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a good, it's a good test. A lot of people, they, they complain about the test and say it's not accurate, but never there's never a study that's perfectly accurate Testo oh, okay. testosterone measurements insulin measurements glucose measurements they're never perfect well let, know, let's always, be real you can always it's, complain it's 2018 how long have we had telomere testing available to the public right yeah, i don't know it's five, still ten. it's still technically newer testing so you got to be patient with this stuff <laughs> Well, I mean, that and, and and there's always inaccuracies in every test, but it's pretty good, you know. I mean, Elizabeth Blackburn, she was a Nobel Prize winner. She's involved in the company. Yeah, there's that age thing you were talking about, where, you know, you can tell them your age, but then they can tell you what your cell's age is. Yeah. So I got this one. Um, this was from somebody who is 66 years old, but their cells appear to be 73 years old. <laughs> yeah, I see that here at the bottom. So they're below. So it's funny because like we're technically looking at a power curve. So yep. you're hoping that you stay in the center, which is your actual physical age, not your cellular age. At though. least in the center. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd want to go towards the right to the better. better oh, yeah, yeah, obviously. Um, so this person, um, wow. They're, so clearly they were not leaving a very healthy lifestyle. Correct. This was somebody I, I do consulting for. All right, yeah. I, and um, he's okay with me sh sharing this without his name. <laughs> well, as I say, there's no name. Who cares? So yeah, right. I, I told you that on my podcast. I was like, dude, let's just let's share this live. I got nothing to hide. I want people to if yeah. they geek out and they like it and they like what I'm sharing, great. They can see I'm not I'm not hiding anything. Yeah. The other caveat is the coffee, right? Which you can see there. Uh -oh. So you can have coffee on this carnivore diet if you already drink coffee. 
Because it's already, yeah, I, trust me, I've been consuming coffee for a while. So yeah. I've gone off of coffee in the past. So Yeah, me too. Yeah, I go on and off. Yeah. But the problem is, is people, did, if they suddenly stopped drinking coffee when they started this diet, that could skew the results because that can change their telomere length. Mm. So I don't want them to suddenly stop drinking coffee. Um, oh, but, but important caveat, no additives. No cream. No cream. So that no means sugar. I can't be putting coconut oil in or anything. Correct. No, Correct. no MCT oils, no bulletproof format. That's your black coffee. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's a good point. Okay. Yeah, no, all the details are there. I mean, the blood work that I would like to see are all those markers, pretty standard stuff for the most part. Well, even couple... Sean would have to modify things because he's shared some stuff oh, on yeah. Instagram. He's still doing eggs and bacon once in a while. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he got it. He's like 95% red meat. Yep. Yeah, no, it's a pretty hardcore study, you know? It's not for the faint of heart. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, that's why I wanted to get you on the podcast so we could help at least expand the awareness of us because we do yeah. need to get more people aware of this because it you're not going to get a lot of people willing to commit that's right. to this level yeah. of commitment. Like, this is committed. I know. I've I gone know. through a lot. I've tested a lot of <laughs> diets and lifestyles over the years. Like, to do legit testing data that you want to help prove yay or nay for this lifestyle you better be hardcore carnivore. Yeah. Well, at least for that 90 days. Yeah. I can see your point now on why people want to wait until January 1st. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, the problem with most dietary studies is people are eating all kinds of stuff and then scientists make these, these conclusions, but they're inaccurate conclusions. That's the problem with the whole like vegetarian diet. All the studies with the vegetarians versus people eating meat versus right. people are eating fish or whatever. It's not, it's so messy. You know, these people are smoking, they're drinking, they're doing all kinds of different, most like, of those tests, and it throws all the studies off. What do they call that research? It's, um, it's nutrition, epidemiology, epidemiological study. Like, it sounds study. fancy, but then once you actually understand what it means, you're like, no, that's terrible. That's crap. Yeah. It's it's surface level. There's no control yeah. group. There's no accurate. It's just, yeah, it's, it's messy. And that's my problem. And, and so if, if I'm going to lead a diet study, I want it to be clean. And this is the way I'm going to do it because the people that are involved in the carnivore movement, they're real honest. You know, I, I feel like you're not going to participate in my study and then cheat and then tell me that you just ate meat. You know, you'll probably drop out, you know, you'll be honest and you'll say, Hey, I ate, I ate some donuts. So I'm going to drop out and I'm cool with that. I don't care. You know, um, <laughs> I might have to consider this because let me tell you something. I've been geeking more and more on my red meat. Uh, last, uh, not this past year, the year before, I, I I went back to the old school ways that I grew up with, and I I put, I, I bought a quarter of a cow, so yeah, I had a ton of meat, nice. and nice. I lasted about up until about two months ago. I started running out. I think I have a couple of roasts left, but I have no more steaks, no more burgers. So this year, I mean, I, luckily I already put a deposit down, and I just got my email. Actually, they're going to be finishing our cow and getting it ready for slaughter in uh december right before the holidays so i should have my new quarter by january nice. so nice. from a cost yeah. benefit analysis this yeah. would be a perfect time to do this because last time i did this i think it cost me over 700 dollars for this meat but it worked yeah. out to per pound on average around four bucks a pound yeah it's not yeah, bad I do the same thing i buy a cow yeah and i also hunt so that this is a good time of year to start because it's hunting season. So you can go shoot a moose or something in oh, Canada. So great. At, let's add that clarifier here because I used to live out in Arizona when I was firefighting. I love elk. I yeah. love wild game. 
Where are yep. we at with the whole venison component or the wild game component with this? It's perfectly fine. Yeah. Okay. As long as it's not birds, you know, and the thing about birds is they're so different that I don't want, I, I'm okay with. So I can still keep eating bacon. Uh, yeah. <sighs> uh, no, I mean, that's a good question. Oh, I, man, cause I, I mean, a bacon wrap <laughs> filet. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Technically bacon, bacon you could eat, but, um, but not the rest of the pig. It's technically a red meat. No, you could technically, but I tell people not to because it's a white meat because it looks white. So it kind of it, it, right, like a pork loin will be a, as yeah. it's. So this is this, I've never I've never realized this. So when you say red meat, you're kind of referring to like at Thanksgiving, the right? They talk about the white meat versus the dark meat. It's, yeah, it's an area of the animal, correct? No, no, no. Different I type mean, of tissue. I'm okay with organs. I, people can eat organs on this study. They okay. just have for the most part, it's just beef, you know. Okay. So, but but bison, exactly. Yep, deer, elk, moose. Okay. Um, the th like mountain lions would be excluded because the wheat, the meat is white. You know, ah. um, I would exclude pork because the meat is white. I would exclude birds because the meat is white for mm -hmm. the most part. Just to make it easy for people to understand, just you know, I don't want to make it too complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you hunt, you know, you can save a lot of money if you go out and shoot a deer or a couple deer, you know? Yeah, but it's gotten easier too nowadays if you can afford it. Like I've, yep. uh, my last batch of meat, I tried out a company by the name of Strauss Meats because uh, okay. they had they had a CrossFit package. So they, they, they sell different like box bundles of different cuts of meat, but they try and source everything grass-fed, et cetera. So I bought the CrossFit package because I had a discount code and nice. I already burned through that. And then Vinny's new sponsor is CrowdCal. Have you heard about them? Heard about it. Yeah. Heard so about I just last night, I just took advantage of his discount link, um, which is crowdcow.com slash Vinny and you get 25 bucks off. So I just tried their, I don't know, newbie package, which it would yeah. have cost me over $120 with shipping. And I think it came out to be like 80 some bucks after the discount. So I was like, there we go. Um, nice. so I have some steaks yeah. coming from them now. And so nice. the good thing is you can yeah. get stuff, drop shift, flash frozen. I mean, crowdcow is sourcing yeah. from sustainable farms that are grass fed. I mean, it's, it's, it's cool. You can do this stuff nowadays. So, oh yeah. And I found yeah, out, no, I found out that two of the farms that they're sourcing yeah. from is right here in Pennsylvania. So, yeah. And I don't require people to eat grass fed for the study, but I prefer it for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely healthier. Um, you know, you don't have the atrazine in the blood. We've talked about the estrogen chemicals in our previous podcasts and things like that, but yes, from your, uh, your book, Estro generation, shout out, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, yeah, check that out. Yeah. It's actually, yeah. when, you, when people click on the Amazon banner on, on livethefuel.com, that actually goes to my influencer page like Vinny has set up for him. And I yeah. have that, all the books, uh, I, every book that I recommend, I now tag in Amazon in my influencer nice. page. And now nice. I've, since, I've since divided the influencer page up from products versus books. So now when people click on the banner, you can go mm -hmm. then just to the book section and there's all the books. So nice. you're in there. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Yeah. Gosh, but I mean, you. yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I think it's going to be a really interesting study to, you know, when I finally get all the results back in the spring, when all the dust settles out, it'll allow us to, you know, get a publication that gives the world something to kind of go on. Because I personally think knowledge is power, you know. I agree. I, I use that quote very often. Yeah, if you don't have any idea, then you don't know what it's, what it's good for, what it's bad for. Like I said, I'm open to the idea that the carnivore diet, just pure red meat all the time, is is bad in certain contexts for certain people. 
I'm perfectly open to that. I'm also open to the idea that it's excellent in certain contexts for certain people, you know, like, but how are we supposed to know if we don't have any, yeah, if we don't have any information? Yeah, and I love that Greek quote. It's it's, right right it's, off of your site. Know, know thyself, you know, that's basically Socrates. Yeah, I've never read your site before. I just happened to find this by accident, right? Yeah, oh, it's on <laughs> every page. It's on every page yeah, on my website. I love that. Yeah, because I think, you know, self-knowledge is one of the keys to just success in general. You have to, you have to realize your weaknesses, your strengths, um, your DNA, your health. You know, if you want to take control of your life, you have to have self-knowledge. Good friends of mine, uh, they're also doctors. He was a Cairo. Um, one of his favorite quotes that he uses in his coaching is, you know, become your own inner physician. Yeah. I tell people all the time, I have no problem admitting it, especially now that this show is over two years old now. We got over, today we are at episode 225 as I'm oh. recording this. It's like, guys, oh. like, it, there's no excuse not to know. And unfortunately, you can't trust your MD to know. They're not, yeah. they're busy people. Yeah. They become an assembly line. Just yeah. take the responsibility for your own life and your family's life and just start. You don't have to like crush every book on the face of the earth, but just start reading or consuming or listening to podcasts and just consider learning some things that you may have never heard before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's some ancient Chinese proverb too, or Asian proverb. Maybe it's Japanese. I can't remember, but it says something like if, if you're not reading, I don't remember if it's how ancient it is, but it basically says, if you're not reading a book every week, you're boring, you know? And it mm. might've, in olden times, that might've been a story, if you're not hearing a story every week or something like that, like oral learning. But I basically, it's been transliterated into reading a book every week. I don't think I'm crushing person. it at that. I mean, I don't know. I, I do at least. Yeah, minimum, I don't know. Minimum 10 podcasts I consume a week at least, and I'm always listening to an audio book or two. So yeah, that's really similar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Audible. Well, and audible. then I'm interviewing and I'm not interviewing, but I'm having co-hosts like yourself come on and we end up rapping every week too. So it's like, even though I'm not consuming books, I'm actually just absorbing the knowledge as you and I are hanging out and co-hosting a show together. So yeah. there's that knowledge as well. So that's why right. I love podcasting. Yeah. So, no, so let's, let's value. sum it up because we're all kind of coming toward the end of the show here. When it comes to the carnivore diet study, doctor, sorry, let me share again. Dr. J's carnivore diet study because I, I did some Googling before the show and I really didn't, to your point, nobody has taken the time to actually do, create a documented study. So this is exciting. Right. And um, yeah. so first. Yeah. besides them going to your website and looking at this, if you had to sum it up, like what's the hottest triggers that would make somebody even consider committing to this? Because I want to make sure it's really clear. Guys, like this is not something casual to undertake. you got to commit so yeah i personally think the carnivore diet is going to be extremely beneficial for people with autoimmune problems or inflammation problems again i can't 100 percent prove that we don't have studies but that's where i see the potential okay but who knows there might be potential in 10 different areas you know that we don't even know about right now and hopefully this study will allow me to get funding to do follow-up studies in the future where we can actually pay people to participate and things like that and kind of do more intensive research type like blood work and like for example i want to test testosterone receptor number well especially for people who are aging everybody claims that oh well you're scott you're in your 40s now so your testosterone is going to drop well but even if your testosterone drops but if your receptors are increasing right 
then your your body's able to pick it up so it's a different thing hmm. so but that's the kind of thing you have to test in a lab you can't test it the medical doctors don't test that they don't know how to test it they won't test it so there's a lot of different things that i could test for in well, the lab look, look at cholesterol testing like, i didn't even know about the particles test everybody just yeah. takes oh yeah. well my regular md does a, i mean i get i get a free cholesterol test every time i donate blood like they, they send me the data back and if you look at their surface level data it looks like my cholesterol has has gone up well yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm consuming you know health healthy cholesterol rich you know meats so right. and eggs and bacon and everything else so of course my cholesterol probably went up compared to two years ago yeah there's different particle sizes that you have to look at i mean all that precision is interesting but like i say there's stuff that you can't do through your doctor that, that I can do in the lab. That's even more interesting and more valuable, I think, to mm -hmm. try and figure out where the carnivore diet is useful for people in certain contexts. All right. So if I commit to doing this, clearly I'll, I'll I have to go back now and read through all the rules. And I, and, and honestly, <laughs> I think I, I'm intrigued. Just red meat, water, and salt. Cause that's I have people asking me all the time, like Scott, I follow your Instagram and you're always posting meat, 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 meat. Are you doing the new carnivore craze? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm naturally a carnivore cause I'm an omnivore. So yes, yeah. I have a carnivore lifestyle, but I'm not a carnivore. Carnivore means pure meat, not no well, plants. True point, point taken. <laughs> but now you see, now hold on. I've already started seeing the, 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 the vegan trolls out there and they're like, well, a true carnivore means that you also hunt and kill your own meat. And I'm like, okay, yeah, it's 2018. I'm not, I'm not in the back country of Alaska. I apologize. Uh, and I agree that you, you're, you, you hunt. I just was following you online this oh, yeah. weekend. You had some bo oh, updated yeah. bow shots out there. So. Oh yeah. I'm hunting all the time. Right now is the rut. Yeah. For deer hunting. Shot, oh yeah. Did some duck, shot some ducks this weekend, shot some pheasants, shot a six point buck, you know, the usual I'm jealous. stuff. I'm jealous. <laughs> so see now again, I won't be able to eat pheasant if I was on a carnivore uh, study. So just the study. Yeah. yeah. If you're on a carnivore diet, you can, but, but I tell you all the time, not, not 90 days is not that long. Yeah. That's, that's it's true. only three months. That's not the end of the world. The biggest yeah. thing is, is making sure you have easily accessible sources of obviously meat. Right. Yep. So, yep. Yep. Uh, and that's why timing wise, I think I might have to do this because I, I want some updated testing anyway, but want to do a telomere test anyway. And yeah. I've got a quarter of a cow coming. I know. And, and the telomere test, it's the coolest when you do two tests, right? When you do a before and after, when you st just before you start the diet and then after you've done it, then it tells you something really interesting. Well, that it it'll tell you whether you're improving or whether you're And that's what's exciting back. me because me being the, the health and fitness nut, self-proclaimed, I think, <laughs> I think my data would be just as valuable, right? From an oh, yeah. athletic standpoint. Oh, you're, yeah. Yeah, it'd be super interesting. I, I'm not the traditional, no offense, people, the the couch potato house dad or whatever housewife or anything else. Like I'm trying to stay active all the time. You know, I my fiance and I don't have kids, so we're always on the go. I'm literally writing a book right now, running a podcast, running two different businesses. So it's like there's plenty of other stressors in my life. So to yeah. be fair, I would have a different sampling of data, but still from the athletic Definitely. fitness yeah. world and being a CrossFitter, that's Trust me, this is going to have a direct bleed over because there's a lot of crossfitters out there trying to figure out this carnivore thing. Yeah, and, and they've actually, I just just came to my mind that they've done studies on people that eat processed meat and they found that that shortens your telomere. It actually makes you age faster mm. compared to people that eat red meat and which lengthens your telomere. So there's a big distinction between processed meat and like, whole uh, healthy meat. Like, like, like bologna? 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like salami, bologna, that kind of stuff. Like, okay. Especially the cheapy stuff where, you know, who knows where that meat's been or where it came from or how uh, long it's I'm been. I'm more of a nice, I like, I like a nice prosciutto. So, but again, I won't be able yeah. to eat that. Although it's red, that's red colored. I mean, <laughs> but in this yeah, study. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for this study, I just want it to be just as clean as can be. And it's fine. I love it. Try steak. and learn as much as we can. Yeah, it'd be cool, man. If you can join, send me, you know, we'll talk afterwards and oh, send yeah. me you know, all that kind of thing. All right. Well, let's 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 close this show out so you can get back to your life. I've got a I got to deal with a uh, a dog with cancer. So, oh man, sorry uh, to hear. Putting him in for surgery on Thursday to take one of his legs. So as a, as a coonhound. Oh no. I was like, dude, he, uh, if he if he, other than his one leg that's in pain, and we've done all the research and there's there's no cancer throughout the rest of his body, and they said we take that oh, leg yeah. and he's fine. No chemo, oh, yeah. nothing. Oh yeah, I did see that ramp that you built on uh, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I haven't worked in wood in years, but I was like, hey, let's. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go build a, a Calvin ramp. Calvin the coonhound needs a ramp. Nice. He's getting a ramp. So, nice. Uh, nice. Yep. Dog lover, people. Dog lover. Yeah, <laughs> um, so let's let's close the show out. I'll give you a proper goodbye off the air. But ladies and gentlemen, like before Dr. J leaves, I want to make sure that he like like we do all of our all of our shows. We like final words of the show. What's something all encompassing? And obviously, let's tie it to carnivore diet. So let's. Like, how would you like to close the show out? Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're interested and you want to test out the carnivore diet, I think this is the golden opportunity because, you know, it's going to contribute to the whole body of science that's out there and help a lot of other people besides just helping yourself kind of understand the carnivore diet. And will you be launching like a, I don't know, I mean, nowadays, all these little programs, they have like a little community. Are you going to have like a little community oh, just like so people Facebook can- Facebook page or something? Oh, yeah, or a small, like a private Facebook group for people that are in the study that just so they can like, share best practices. Like like Vinny has, he didn't launch it, but Vinny has that whole NSNG community that went viral um, that has yeah. thousands of people in it. So it's like a support group yeah. almost. Well, for 90 days, I feel like I'm not I'm not going to set something up, but I feel like Sean Baker's already got a really good- uh, Good point. Infrastructure, if you want to join in on that. Okay. There you go. That's a good point. He does have a good community. And it's gone pretty viral as well. All right. There we go. So, ladies and gentlemen, let me do one last screen share as we close out the show. And again, hang tight, Dr. J. I'm going to give you a proper goodbye, get some game plans. But again, ladies and gentlemen, there it is. AJConsultingCompany.com is the main site. The This will all be linked in the show notes like we always do. Uh, a direct link to the study is AJConsultingCompany.com slash carnivore diet study. And again, it's only 90 days. So just go there, read up on it, check it out. And you don't have to rush into it, but just make the decision and think about it. And then reach out to Dr. J and he'll help you understand more. And who knows, <laughs> you might be seeing my face all over this crap because I'm obsessed with it. And yeah. uh, I would love to geek out on some telomere proof. So, but again, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. Another powerful Live the Fuel show. We're getting scientific. We're bringing in some new research to possibly help impact positively our fellow mankind. So I think we definitely fueled your health and your lifestyle today. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, AJConsultingCompany.com. That is our multi-repeat co-host, Dr. Anthony J, joining us once again. So again, thanks for tuning in. And remember, you too can live the fuel. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Hey there, Live the Fuel listeners. This is Scott Mulvaney, your chief intrepid officer, your podcast co-host and founder of Live the Fuel. Just want to take one to two minutes more of your time and give you a little extra value at the end of each of these episodes. Uh, first off, I wanted to make sure you guys got over to livethefuel.com and actually took advantage of my Super 7's resource guide. It's a free offer. 
and it just gives you uh, 21 different resources to fuel your own health, business, and or lifestyle success. Just some of the tools and applications that I've used and books that I've read uh, over the years to help me grow in a personal and a professional mindset. Now, while you're on the website, hop on over to the supported brand section. I created a new section on the website just to promote brands that I grow and have trusted in my personal and my professional life. I mean, there's, there's applications on there that I use in business-wise, but more importantly, healthy lifestyle-wise, there's companies that I've had founders on this show. Just quick name drop them. You got Eat Pilly Nuts, you got Pure Vitamin Club, you got my connection with Isogenics since 2010, since I was wild and firefighting. Love to be able to help you get healthy and fit, lose weight or improve your athletic performance, or heck, in my case, I'm 40 now, age better. And uh, another quick little plug on there is Villa Capelli. Love their olive oil. And real quick note, Villa Capelli and e Nuts, I have my own discount code. So go to lilyfield.com, click on the supporter brand section to get into the resources page, and you'll see my discount code. So enjoy that. Now, while you're on the website too, I've also now built another new tool for you guys, Fuel Library. So the Fuel Library is obviously, as it says, it's a library of the either digital audiobooks from Audible or physical books that I've either purchased, uh, borrowed, consumed, etc. Uh, heck, even actually half of these authors I've actually now had on the podcast. So feel free to go to Fuel Library. I've divided it into health, business, and lifestyle directed sections, and I've been building that out. I'm still looking to add a lot more content because there's tons of authors and amazing books out there. So again, go check that out as well. And then uh, two last things for you. One, Please, if you get a chance, get over to iTunes and give this show a review. It's going to help us grow the exposure and help other people out there in the world find Live the Fuel and also find these amazing co-hosts I bring on here to help them influence and hopefully positively change their health goals, their fitness goals, their business startup goals, their lifestyle, etc. So please, submit a review. I would love to be able to start reading your reviews on a future podcast. And the last thing I'm going to go in here with is my disclaimer. I'm throwing disclaimer in because honestly, I talk a lot about health on this show and business and obviously health and fitness impacts your lifestyle. So please, if you are suffering from a medical illness, a disease, etc., remember podcasts in general do not replace professional advice. So if you have concerns, please go obviously consult a professional. I do bring amazing professionals on this show, but in the end, this is free content that we're sharing over the podcast world. This does not replace obviously a one-on-one consultation, whether it be with a business consultant, a, uh, a lifestyle coach, etc., or obviously a health or medical doctor. So again, that's just my quick disclaimer. This is free content. Take it as such, but please see your professionals. Thanks for listening, gang. Talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com.